Colleagues, welcome back to the office. It's Steve, and welcome to our podcast and presentation for today. This is PATH, Getting Started with Dashboards. Uh, PATH is a solution that we brought to you probably about a month or so ago with a presentation brought to you by our good friend and colleague and uh, uh, Randy Johnson and Robert Chandler of the PATH application for financial professionals. It's a tool that essentially that you can use to gain better insight and understanding of your organizational's financial position, and then use that information to be able to disseminate to your colleagues, to your staff, uh, to your client itself. It's a tool that can essentially help promote better understanding of your financial figures uh, apart from the financial statements. Unfortunately, in America today, not just America, but I guess really kind of everywhere, you know, financial literacy is not where it should be. And unfortunately, most people, if you give them a balance sheet or an income statement, they don't know what that information means. They don't know how to be able to interpret it. Uh, but we, at the same time, need more financial understanding than ever before because we need to be a, making good data-driven decisions inside of our organizations. And as such, we need information that's understandable to people. With PATH, we have a tool that we can use that can plug directly into our accounting solution that can extrapolate information, interpret it, make it easy to understand and present to the people who need this information to make decisions. And in that first part of that presentation, Randy and Robert discussed essentially the importance of how this works inside of an organization. And we also talked about inside of that presentation, the importance for accountants to find new ways to be able to engage with their clients and present new uh, value added services beyond just bookkeeping, compilation, stuff like that, or even the tax return. We talked about the importance of advisory you know, and what that could look like for the next generation firm. Well, in our class today, we're going to build upon that knowledge. And we're going to go ahead and take a look at the actual path application itself with some hands-on tutorial with and understand how we can leverage this incredible tool for providing better services to our clients. So in our class today, we are going to talk about how we set up PATH. We're going to take a look at a, some, a couple sample companies and see what it looks like to get this set up, specifically to QuickBooks Online. Good news is it's point and click. It's bonehead simple to get your uh, PATH account configured to work directly with QuickBooks Online. We're going to talk about how we can create and design different type of client dashboards. We're going to talk about uh, some of the different metrics and some of the major key functionalities that you can use inside of the PATH application to deliver that outstanding value to your client. PATH has several different functions, okay? Those functions include things such as the industry comparison, the ability to mash data up inside your organization to create custom calculations, the ability to do timelines, milestones, bookmarks to do and more. It's really an incredible application for helping your company better understand its financial information. Now, it's certainly not required, but if you haven't checked out episode one of this podcast, please go ahead and do so. You can find it in the CPE Today uh, library directly at cpetoday.com or YouTube, Facebook, wherever you happen to get content. You can go ahead and find that. And hopefully that'll provide a good reference and framing for our conversation for today. Now, if you're just if you're just getting started with us and you're looking to learn a little bit more about CPE today and you happen to be a financial professional, I'm going to point out you can actually earn credits for watching or listening to our podcasts and presentation. It's actually quite simple and easy. 
After watching or listening to our presentation for today, head on over to cpetoday.com. And today's course code is PAT2, PAT2, and you will find our class for today. And all you have to do is complete a short five-question quiz, and you will earn a credit for today's class. And for your purchase of the presentation for today, you'll get a copy of the learning materials, including the slides and PowerPoint presentation, the ability to ask questions, and so much more. And if you are a new listener or viewer of the CPE Today podcast, thank you so much for coming and finding us. How about you get a free credit on us? You can use coupon code one free podcast at checkout to make today's podcast or any other podcast of your choosing 100% free and get a credit and you'll be one credit closer to earning your and uh, keeping your license. So it's a great way to stay on top of your education. Alrighty, so let's go ahead and dive into our presentation for today. And let's go ahead and frame the conversation and first try to understand what PATH by Simplex Financials is. Okay. Now, it's probably easiest to describe what it isn't first. PATH is not a accounting system. Okay. So it's not going to be something that you're going to utilize to, you know, produce payroll, to pay bills. Uh, it's not going to be something that you're going to use operationally to produce a set of book and record books of records. It's best to think of path as a collaboration platform. Uh, it's the ability to be able to pull in information from not only just your QuickBooks, but other key th- metrics inside your company, such as milestones and, and, uh, other things like that to be able to produce information that is actionable, that you can ultimately use to make a decision inside of your company. So you're not going to use this to pay your bills or to produce your financial, uh, statements, but rather to gain insight into your operational effectiveness and to be able to ultimately grow your business. Uh, it's going to give you the tools, the resources, the data, ultimately to understand where your business is going and what you're currently doing. You know, if you started a trip without a map, you're never going to end up in your destination. Path is not only the map, but it also can help you identify that destination that you're looking to go to. Uh, it's going to be able to extract your information automatically from QuickBooks online, summarize it in a nice, easy, tidy format. And then with a little bit of help from a trusted financial professional, hopefully your trusty CPA, maybe that's you, maybe that's somebody in your, in your life, they could use this information to help the business leaders ultimately make better decisions about where to go and how they will get there. Now, with respect to why it's important to share data with your employees, there's a couple of different reasons that you might want to consider path for your organization. So first, you're probably already sharing information with your organization to begin with. Uh, You're probably already doing this in some particular capacity, at least sharing some information about what they're doing and how you're doing it. So uh, in terms of collaboration of this, that's pretty normal that you're already probably providing it ad hoc to them, but you're probably not really doing it on a really good systematic basis. Uh, You maybe might be sharing inconsistently with your organization, some sharing some stuff and some not. Uh, And additionally, I'm also going to point out with a lot of people, 
in a lot of organizations, you're probably giving them access to pieces of information, let's call it second through secondhand nature. Uh, for example, you know, they might have access to things like the bank account to pay bills. They might run and, and make a deposit at the bank for you. So they're already getting the bank balance that way. Uh, they might work in receivables. So they might see the invoices as they're going up. But, you know, you're probably already in some capacities telling them um, some information about the company. Path just makes it simpler for you. Path slices all the data for you. Uh, and instead of giving them piecemeal, piece by piece by piece, you know, you can essentially systematically design what information you want to make available to your staff or to stakeholders inside the organization. And then they have access to it and they'll see nothing more than what you allow them to see. So it's a very privileged and permissions based approach so that they see exactly what they're going to see and nothing more. Um, and so, Instead of having to extract data from lots of different places and having to protect those individual pieces of data, this kind of brings it all under one roof and makes it simple and easy for people to understand. Now, one of the cool things with respect to PATH is that they are designed to work effectively with financial professionals, okay? So with respect to PATH, it's not a competing product. It's not like, oh, I'm gonna use a CPA or I'm gonna use PATH, but rather what they've designed this solution to be able to do is to actually uh, give the financial professional, the CPA, the tools necessary to grow the relationship with the client and to be able to help the client better understand the numbers inside of their accounting solution. Okay, so there are four key features with respect to PATH that I think make it a compelling solution for financial professionals that you should be aware of. So let's go ahead and talk about what those features of PATH could be. So the first piece is going to be automation. Uh, frankly, you know, if you're a even just a small accounting practice, you You've got sometimes dozens of clients, even on the small scale, let alone if you're a mid, mid-sized practice, you could have hundreds of clients there. If you're doing the same thing over and over and over again, um, you know, obviously that's a waste of time and money. You know, anything that's going to be repeated multiple times is something that should be automated and it can benefit directly from that automation. And through automating it, you're reducing your direct staff touch points and having to actually allocate a staff to run those uh, reports can save and put money directly into the bottom line of the organization. Path does a lot of automations for you uh, and will do things such as automation of the actual calculations. So let's say, for example, you're looking to calculate, you know, the current ratio or the receivables agings or the payables agings or other things of this nature. You don't actually have to run those reports directly yourself anymore, uh, but rather Path will extract that information directly from QuickBooks Online and will do those calculations for you and then even ultimately send the report to the client. You set up that calculation once, that report once, and it will automatically produce that report for you automatically and to send it out on the schedule that you set forth. Okay. So that in and of itself is pretty nifty uh, because the automation of reporting is something that we have to do no matter what. I mean, think of your, think of you, you know, you're probably doing the same reports, the same compilation, the same answering, the same darn questions from your clients repeatedly over and over and over again. 
in this particular way, you give them all the information they need and you're there to answer questions, to help clarify, to point them in the right direction, but you can avoid the hassle of actually having to do the regular work yourself. You're essentially working with uh, data now that's already been vetted and already been calculated for you. Okay, so the next thing that PATH can do for the financial professional is it allows you to communicate consistently and clearly with good follow-up as soon as the client needs it. You know, uh, often, you know, we get inundated with tasks. I myself am a task, very much a task-oriented person. And finding the time to for an extra project here or there can sometimes be impossible. But you know what? The one thing you always have to do and the thing that I have always found in my business that gets me into trouble is if I'm not clearly and consistently following up with people and communicating on a regular basis. Sometimes for myself, I'm not sure how you feel, but maybe this resonates with you. Sometimes I feel like a professional meeting attender or sometimes I feel like a professional emailer. So much of my day is just communicating with people. And so any tool that can that can take that burden away from me or lessen that load is going to be fantastic. So path gives us the ability to be able to follow up and do that communication really cleanly and consistently with clients so that we're not having the client wait two to three weeks for us to get back to them, but rather, you know, they get the information right, right, right away. And if they have questions, they can follow up with us, but we're avoiding a lot of that low value, um, just regular type of communication. Like, Hey, can you send me this report? Or can you answer this simple question? Rather the client has access directly to that data to begin with. Additionally, PATH is both a desktop uh, web application as well as a mobile application available 24-7 from either device, uh, making it easy to be able to pull this information out. And it's really kind of built like a, a very contemporary application. So it looks and feels similar to a lot of the probably the other platforms you're using, uh, including like a social media type approach. So it makes it very easy to be able to navigate and understand. I'm not going to say it's 100% turnkey intuitive, but it's a lot simpler and easier than what you'll see compared to other um, financial analysis platforms. You don't need a, a, a PhD in financial engineering to be able to understand the information coming from here. Uh, and you could also use this as a way of being able to uh, track specific like milestones and to do's with the client. So it, it gives you the ability to kind of keep that dialogue easy and open. But I have found that for this particular platform, you know, it can uh, lessen the load with respect to that regular communication. All right, third benefit of PATH as it relates to financial professionals is the ability to be able to manage multiple clients, okay? So uh, I could tell you, again, if you're a financial professional, you're probably working with, at a, at a minimum, um, you know, a dozen or more clients, business clients on a regular basis. Uh, imagine having to have separate login accounts for every single client you work with, you know? So imagine having to have a client um you know, and, and have 20 different logins to something. Well, PATH makes management of several different clients a breeze. Uh, in the upper left-hand corner, you'll see there's a little drop-down menu. And from the financial professional's perspective, you can jump in between different clients simply and easily. For those of you who are familiar with QuickBooks Online, you're probably familiar with the QBOA program, the QuickBooks Online Accountant, which gives you the ability to have your clients map in to your QuickBooks and then allows you to be able to easily uh, jump between different books and records. Well, PATH supports that same style of functionality where there's the central login for the accountant. And then from that accountant's login, they can jump between different clients uh, as needed. Uh, the one 
differentiating factor, I would say, between the QBOA and the PATH version of managing multiple clients. With the QBOA, you could set up uh, your team with different rights and privileges related to that specific team uh, versus with PATH. It looks to be that there's just one account. So, uh, but that should be okay. You know, if it's your office, you know, the staff versus the partner probably needs to have the same level of access uh, because the staff is probably doing regular work. And again, to point out here, um, this is coming for your client's book and records. So the actual permissions uh, to edit, modify, update data, those are going to still remain in QuickBooks. This is just as the data comes into uh, PATH. But management of multiple clients is going to be a breeze. You'll see from the either the firm level or the client level all the different necessary tasks and when those tasks need to be done on a timely manner. Okay. Now the fourth thing that you could do is that it's going to give you the ability to be able to, uh, share pieces of information. Okay. So, uh, I mean, we all struggle with this as a financial professional and I, I can't help, but just at least chuckle, at least acknowledge, uh, how this, uh, this works in, in standard business, but I could spend an inordinate amount of time producing the cleanest set of records, the most beautiful balance sheet, something that is so beautiful. It could hang in the Louvre, but you know, the client just tosses it into a drawer and probably never looks at it and then wonders why a year later, you know, there's certain positions are, you know, not where they'd like them to be. Well, Hey man, like I just produced the information for you. I produce the reports. Ultimately you're the one that has to do actions on these things. So, you know, we spent a lot of time putting data together, but like, how do we actually know the client understands them and they done actionable things for them? Well, with path, you can share pieces of information and really what you're trying to share here is the stuff that is ultimately important to them. You can pick specific data points from QuickBooks. You can, uh, uh, for example, just pick certain income statement accounts that you know that'll be interesting to the client, certain balance sheet accounts, uh, and just give them what they need. And it allows them to be able to make actionable uh, changes inside their business without having to overwhelm them with things that, frankly, don't interest them. It's not that they're not important, but maybe are outside of their understanding. I mean, frankly, how many people understand intangible assets or the intricacies of working with leases, an operational versus a capital lease, uh, or frankly, even more simpler things like depreciation can be difficult. Um, I worked for a, um, a wonderful, wonderful man for a number of years who was an incredible chef and, uh, he was a chef and owned a restaurant and still does in our community. And, you know, he was an incredible cook, but he didn't have, you know, a four-year degree in accounting, you know, and I would hand him different books of records and he really didn't have the competency to be able to uh, go through and understand it. But man, could he make a heck of a, a great lunch or dinner? Well, a tool like PATH would be incredible working with a restaurateur like that because you know what? They're going to have the information they need to ultimately make a decision, like their food costs or their labor costs or things of this nature that actually make an actionable difference rather than just giving them a full set of, of an income statement and a balance sheet or cash flow that they have, you know, not the ability to be able to, uh, to really use and understand. Okay. So you can extrapolate just pieces of information. Now, the fifth thing that you can do with PATH, but I think make it a killer application for financial professionals, it's the movement towards advisory. Okay. And I mentioned this a little bit ago, and I would also encourage you, if you're not familiar with this term, go back and watch episode one of this podcast with Rob and uh, uh, Randy, because they really kind of explore why advisory is such an appealing and attractive thing for business and for financial professionals. Uh, and it's the ability to be able to provide 
growth services for your clients in a meaningful way to help your clients get on the right path to business success. Uh, now, from a client perspective, what's great about this is that you're providing value-added services that they have uh, a qualified professional that can answer questions about growing their organization. And from the financial financial professional's perspective, what makes this attractive is that you're getting out of the work or expanding your scope of services beyond the work that frankly can be done by accounting systems directly. If you think of the power of a, a tool like QuickBooks or Dynamics or any really accounting system at the moment, I mean, it does 99% of the work. Now, how do you know if it's right or not? Well, that's when the CPA or the bookkeeper comes along to essentially know that the books are set up correctly. But a lot of that work in and of itself is being done directly by the accounting system. Now, we have to find new ways of being able to add value to our clients so that we're not automated away by these financial systems. Okay, the writing's on the wall, folks. You know, these systems are only going to become more powerful with tools like artificial intelligence and uh, deep learning, machine learning, and things of this nature. If you don't find a new way of being able to engage with your client, 95% of your business is probably going to be automated at some point in the next dozen or so years. Okay. Advisory is a new way to be able to engage with those people to do things that computers can't do. And a big part of that is helping your clients understand growth and helping them and being their Sherpa, if you'll allow me that metaphor, uh, to this destination that they're looking to go. And ultimately it allows you to be able to increase the number of services that you can offer your clients, uh, and ultimately make more money. Okay. Compliance isn't going away anytime soon, especially if you have a client that has an audit or a review or even a compilation for maybe a bank covenant or something like that. Uh, But that's period work, meaning you might do it once, you might do it four times a year, but it's not going to be something that's going to keep the lights on. Growing with your clients and engaging with your clients on a regular basis is really going to be the kicker here that's going to allow you to be able to expand your practice. Okay. So the six reasons why financial professionals should consider PATH as a core service for their company, save time with automation, allows you to communicate regularly with your clients, effectively managing multiple clients across your business, selecting and sharing selected pieces of information with your clients, the moving to advisory services, and ultimately being able to increase the number of services offered by your organization. Okay, so pretty cool overall with respect to what you can do here. Now, let's uh, let's go ahead and take a look at some technical requirements of PATH. Let's look at some pricing for PATH. We'll have a review question, and then we're going to dive into those specific tools that we can use. Okay, so good news is in terms of utilizing PATH, they couldn't have made it simpler or easier uh, to ap- implement this application. Okay. Pretty much if you have any computer design within the last 10 years, you can utilize PATH. Okay. It is an application that exists either as a desktop web app or as a mobile app on your phone. Uh, But regardless of the device you're using, as long as you can get to the internet, you can open up a web browser, you can use it. For the desktop, any modern browser should work. Any version of Windows, uh, modern version of Windows, either uh, Windows 11 or 10 uh, will work. I would tell you in terms of internet uh, um, browser, you could probably use just about anything, but I would tell you contemporarily, most websites are optimized around the Chromium uh, web drivers. Uh, So that would either be Google Chrome or Microsoft Edge would work. 
Uh, for myself, I tend to bounce back and forth between these different browsers. I've utilized path on both. It seems to be identical. I can't really tell you one or the other works better. So that's a good news. It, it works equally good regardless if you're using edge or Chrome. Now for mobile, what's awesome is they have a mobile app that you can download from the app store in iOS or Google play for Android, uh, works off the same credentials, no extra licensing required, no extra fees required to use that mobile app version. And you have access to all the main functionality inside a path on the mobile device as you would on the, um, desktop web application. Okay. Now broadband internet access is required. There's no minimum speed here, faster, the better, you know, as with any application, you know, having good, consistent quality internet connection is frankly, a, a, I would say is as critical to a business today as power or water or gas uh, to the home. Now, the one kicker with respect to PATH, PATH has to utilize QuickBooks online as its data source. PATH is not an authorship tool and it only works with QuickBooks at the moment. So you can't utilize PATH unless your client is using QuickBooks online. So I understand that's probably going to preclude some of your mid-market um, clients that are maybe using tools like uh Dynamics GP or 365 Sage products. Uh, but frankly, I mean, QuickBooks online is today's accounting system here in the United States with millions and millions and millions of businesses utilizing it. Uh, so, you know, it's probably not going to be a solution for every single client you have, but I'm going to say a vast majority of today's businesses are using QuickBooks online. So it's a pretty good pool of people who could potentially use this solution. Okay. But to be clear, you will also pay for path in addition to your QBO subscription. Speaking of subscriptions, let's go take a look at this. Now path is offered in two different varieties. It's offered, I'm sorry, in three different varieties, the pro plan, the expert plan, and then their advisory plan. Uh, and this would typically be something paid for by the financial professional. And ultimately it's going to be coming down to you, you know, what version of the tool do you want? Okay. The pro plan comes at 29 bucks per month. The expert plan comes in at 39 bucks per month and the advisory plan comes in at 99. Now I've got a brief summary table listed here as a summary of what is available for these, um, for these different plans. But why don't we just go ahead and switch over and take a look now at their actual website and take a look at these different plans that are available. Alrighty. So I am uh, just at pathbysimplex.com. So pathbysimplex.com forward slash monthly pricing. And uh, I will point out before we get into this, they do offer annual pricing that will give you some additional benefits with a, uh, a lower monthly fee, which is pretty common now in today's SaaS environment. Okay. So we can see here, we've got different, uh, we've got different plans that are available. Okay. So we've got our pro plan, our expert plan, and our advisory plan, 29, 39 to 99. Okay. So with our pro plan, we get one company file, an unlimited number of users, same ways with our expert one company file, but unlimited number of users. Our advisory will come in at three company files. So if we're expecting to use this for multiple companies, we get everything the expert plan comes in, but we get three companies that can be used here. Okay. Some, the nice thing is most of these plans include almost all the features. The pro plan has a little bit less than what you would expect in other, uh, compared to the other two, you know, so it doesn't have some of the more advanced like AI features. It's also going to be limited with respect to some of the KPIs and its impact center is not available there. 
but your expert plan is going to have everything the advisory plan has, but the advisory just allows you to do it with more uh, companies. Okay. And come down here a little bit further. You'll see that the training is going to be limited on the pro plan versus the other plans are going to have more options available to you. Now, one last thing I want to point out with respect to the pricing on this is what if you have more than three clients? Well, good news is, is that they have a very reasonable fee as you add your fourth, your fifth, your 10th, so on and so forth. So at your fourth client, it's an additional $15 per month per company. Your 11th client is $10 per month per company. And once you hit 26 clients, uh, guess what? Those drop down to five bucks per user. I'm sorry, per company per month. Uh, so with respect to this, I mean, they've tried to make this a pretty affordable solution for all different sides of organizations. And if this is something that hopefully you will consider rolling out for your whole, for your whole, um, client list, uh, it's something that's not going to add a tremendous amount of, of, uh, additional expense to that client relationship. So overall, I'm pretty happy to see with what they have done with their different uh, plans here. I think they've got some great options here. And uh, if it were me, if I was just my company, I'd probably go with that expert plan, one company file. But if I were a practice, I would definitely consider adding this to my um, client list, starting with my, you know, kind of my high growth clients first and uh, adding it to additional clients as needed. But, uh, you know, once you kind of get above that 10 user or 10 company uh, mark, you know, the price does come down pretty dramatically all the way down to five bucks, which is pretty cool. All right, folks, let's go ahead and have our first review question. All righty here. So our first review question, what is the value of sharing financial data with your staff. So why do I want to share financial data with them? Well, uh, let's go ahead and take a look at this. Well, first they'll have a better idea of what's going on within the organization. I'm all about giving people the tools necessary to make good decisions. And uh, a big piece of this is having the data necessary. And so if everybody is in the same canoe paddling in the same direction, that's always a good thing. I'm also a big fan of transparency too. Uh, ask a direct question, get a direct response. And that's always best is to kind of create a culture of transparency inside your company. And this is a great way of being able to do that. Okay, they probably already have access to some of this data from other sources. Yep, I'm going to agree to that. Uh, people are usually pretty good at understanding uh, and reading the writing on the wall. And, and they probably already have access to some of this and probably already have the data. So why not just make it a little bit simpler and more streamlined and provide a consistent message? And probably my favorite answer here is it helps people feel engaged and invested in the success of the company. So the correct answer here is all of the above. You know, if people feel engaged, they feel invested, they're going to give you your best effort. And if you get your best effort, you're going to grow a lot faster than if people just feel like a cog in a machine, a number and not a name. All righty. So in our second half of our presentation, let's go ahead and take a look at the major tools and features of PATH. And uh, I'm going to explain them, then we'll go ahead and jump over into the actual application itself to take a look at how that different tool works and functions. Okay, and we're going to start off first with just kind of understanding the major, uh, just an overview of these functions. Okay, so we've got our industry comparison that allows us to be able to compare our company against other like sized organizations based off our industry code. We have our data mash, the ability to be able to create custom calculations and being able to uh, produce 
uh, ratios and, and um, um, calculations that are, are relevant to our growth. Uh, we have our timeline, the ability to be able to understand our business as it's grown over the months and years. We could set milestones, which are monumental events inside of our organization that are important for us to maybe be able to understand and also help us to be able to reflect on our financial performance. We can create bookmarks so we can easily come back to certain things that are important to us, as well as our to do to understand what we need to do inside of our organization. So these are the major features inside of path. And let's go ahead and take a look at some of them. Now, the first feature that we're going to take a look at is going to be the bridge. Okay. So the bridge is kind of like the dashboard. It is the summary view of the organization and it gives us the ability to kind of see all major information about a particular company in a way that is very easy to understand. Uh, we can create posts that we can ultimately share with our clients. We can create a to-do lists and see what is essentially being worked on at any given time. Uh, all of it starts at the bridge and it's your actual homepage upon actually starting. And it'll have everything of the other major functions like our milestones, our timeline, our to-do list, and more. Uh, we can also apply filters in this particular view to find specific data that we're looking for. And we can even create broadcast messages that we can send to one or multiple companies at the same time. And it could be something as simple as like, Hey, Merry Christmas, happy new year to, Hey, you know, we have adjusted hours just based off of tax season availability. Let's go ahead and click into um, path and take a look at what this looks like. Alrighty. So I'm logged in here. And for our purposes of our demonstration and discussion today, we are, uh, Becky Smith CPA. Okay. So I am the financial professional. This is the view that I would have here. And I have a series of clients that I'm working with, but today we are working with the best steakhouse in all of big bear Lake Wilson steakhouse. Now I'm going to talk about the bridge here in a minute, but I do want to point out one quick thing about that multi-client access up here in the upper left-hand corner. This is going to be where I can shift between my different companies. So if I want to come over here to our home company or our Jones roofing company in one click, we can go ahead and instantly change company files and we'll go back to, uh, to whatever client we selected, but let's stay in Wilson for today. Alrighty, so just making ourselves familiar with the rest of the user interface here so we can navigate more easily. Uh, on the left-hand side here, this is where we're going to see our various major functions like the bridge, the milestones, the bookmarks, the industry comparisons, the data mesh, the notifications, and more. And you also come down here and you'll see the QuickBooks logo and it'll even tell you when the last time it's synced. So today it's synced this morning, right at midnight. And so we can see here that the data is up to date. If there's ever a problem, just take a look at that last sync date. And if it's far away, uh, more than a, you know, a day or so out, then, you know, there's an issue. Maybe somebody changed a password or a token was revoked or permissions changed or something else like that. But this is how we're going to access those features here on the left-hand side. And up here on the upper right, this is going to be where we can adjust our user profile settings, notifications, log out and more. And we'll come back to this broadcast button here in a minute. So from our bridge, just like the bridge of a ship, we can look out, we can see our company. We can see for this particular company, the major milestones. Again, we're in a restaurant here. So uh, we're going to see milestones related to that particular restaurant. We can also see our timeline as well as our to-do list. And with respect to the uh, major functions here, we're going to talk about the uh, to-do list and the milestones uh, separately. 
But I do want to draw your attention, just to let you know that the uh, major functions that we have listed here are all uh, present in the actual application itself, right from that bridge. Okay. Now, the with respect to the um, timeline function, as well as the to-do list, let's go ahead and take a look at those right here. So the timeline function, this is kind of like a feed that you would see inside of uh, Facebook for that matter. You know, it's going to kind of show us over time, you know, what uh, what's occurred inside the business. So we can see over here, uh, Becky made a post showing that this particular quarter for 2022 compared to the prior year, uh, from here, for example, I can, uh, if I were the client, I can go ahead and give it a thumbs up. I can write a comment back to Becky if I would like. So, you know, imagine I'm not the Becky, but the restaurateur, you know, I can say, looks great. Let's have a great Q1. It's always great if you can spell correctly. I can also even attach a photo or something else to this, but other people inside of this company are actually going to see this particular message here. And it's a great way to start that collaboration and communication. If there's more than one financial, you know, or one more than one figure here, like for example, total income, or we've got, for example, our total expenses and more, uh, we can actually click and we can see those, but imagine you get your financial information kind of similar to how you get your Facebook feed. You know, with the key data being uh, easily disseminated and people have the ability to be able to communicate and collaborate on that. Other people could post stuff too. So we got Mary Adams here. Maybe she's the accountant inside of this organization. So she posted for the last calendar year here, January to December, our current ratios, you know, so that we can understand where we are to go. Now, one of the cool things about PATH is as certain things are being posted, we'll also see suggestions uh, from the actual application itself, okay? And so in this particular way, it's saying, hey, we've got plenty of room to grow. Generally, a lower decreasing sales to asset is a bad sign. This is the management, so on and so forth here you know, what we need to do to ultimately improve this number. We can have a conversation about why this number is important and what we need to do to improve it. And we can keep scrolling just like we scrolled throughout uh, Facebook and Instagram. We can see all the recent posts that ultimately come up here. Now on the right-hand side of, of the bridge, this is going to be where we would see our to-do lists. Okay. So we could see things that are being done by different people inside of the organization. So we can see, for example, uh, Becky Smith has a number of uh, things that are ultimately responsible to her. So she could see that she has to do the personal tax return of the owner, Dan Wilson. Uh, we can see that she needs to contact Jump World LLC about an invoice. Uh, the invoice would be a receivable that has not been collected. So maybe it's up to Becky to communicate that. Uh, we can see what's responsible for Tom and Dan, but we can all have a conversation. We essentially know who's doing what, when, and where. We can also create a new to-do as well. So I'm going to go ahead and say uh, prepare compilation report for bank. Okay. And let's go ahead and give a due date of, let's say, January 31st. And I'm going to go ahead and apply that. Uh, let's go ahead and give that to Mary as an example here. Okay. We'll go ahead and hit that. And then Mary now has this at as a, uh, to do for her. Okay. We can edit, we can remove these. And as things are being done, we can go ahead and also give them a, ch a click. And that click will then indicate that those have been done correctly. 
And we can also, if at any point in time, we need to see what is being done here, we can go ahead and select this show completed to do's. And this will give us a listing of all the things that have been done thus far. Okay. So pretty easy way to be able to stay on top of who is doing what as it relates to the financial preparation. Now, the other thing that we're going to see here within the application is this broadcast. Okay. So if we need to send a message out uh, from the firm to clients, we can go ahead and hit this broadcast and we can either send it to all of our clients or we can also send it to specific companies. So I'm going to send a message here to all my clients. Okay. As Becky Smith, and I'm going to go ahead and say, heads up, adjusted hours for tax season. We will be open seven to 6 PM Pacific time. Okay. And when I click publish, they're all going to get that message and it'll pop up here in the feeds of these different respective companies. So that we all know that Becky has different hours based off of tax season and all that can be done right here in that bridge. Alrighty, let's go ahead and talk about our next function. So the next function that we're going to go ahead and discuss here is going to be the milestones function. Okay. Milestones are a way of being able to record critical events inside your company. Uh, you use it to track events, you know, such as people being hired, being let go, retiring, so on and so forth, uh, so that you can understand your different financial performance in the context of real world events that actually happen. As a simple example here to say that like COVID-19, the pandemic hasn't had a massive impact on business in general, some good, some bad would be very, you know, I would say very short sighted. Okay. With milestones, you can track these different events as they occur inside of your company and then be able to identify key financial metrics as they relate to these real world events. Cause often the balance sheet doesn't include, Hey, the fact that there was a worldwide panic or there was a, a supply chain shortage or so on and so forth. Somebody left the company, somebody came to the company. And you can also quickly identify these things by color. Green is for positive things. Blue is for neutral things. Red is for negative things. And when you memorialize an event, the color designates what kind of impact it had on the company. You can also create personal milestones that are viewed by you. And you can also create company milestones that are viewable by the whole company. Let's go ahead and click over and take a look at what the milestone functionality looks like. So back over here on our bridge, we have our milestones that we can access directly inside of the bridge itself. We can also click over here to this other icon milestones. We can see these in another method, you know, as a chain of events. Okay. So if we zoom in over here, we could see, for example, we've set the goal of $1 million in revenue at the beginning of 2022. And if we go back in time looking for 2021, uh, we could see, for example, over here in August, we started TV ads on ABC. Okay. Well, TV ads can have a huge impact. Advertising leads to hopefully more revenue. Okay. Over here, neutral event over here, only employees uh, have to wear masks. Okay, over here uh, in May, we can see, for example, we hired a new uh, marketing manager and hopefully that would have an impact on revenues. Uh, we can also see, for example, over here, we recorded some revenue as our organization. 
And overall, we could see essentially going back in time, the monumental events that happened inside the company. Okay. So we've set a goal of $1 million in revenue for 2022. We can create another goal here. We can either be a company, it could be private. Okay. And for today, I'm going to go ahead and select a, uh, for one, one here, we're going to have a positive goal and we are going to, uh, create a positive goal of, uh, let's just say, for example, we want to, um, uh, have acquire our 1000th customer or actually let's say it's a restaurant here. So serve our 1000th customer dinner as an example. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's 10,000 as an example. Okay. So we could choose what type of icon this would be. Okay. And we can also, let's say for example, okay, it's a positive icon and let's see, it's pricing. Is it searching? Is it trending up? Is it money? Uh, it could be whatever we would like it to be. So in this particular example, let's choose, uh, let's choose it's a trend up as an example here. Okay. To serve Okay, and now we're going to understand when that actual milestone occurs, what the financial statement of the company actually looks like. Hopefully it's pretty healthy at that point in time. But we could see our financial trends in context to the real world things that are occurring inside of our organizations. Now, we can create bookmarks. Bookmarks are how we save, collect, and organize the different posts that are important to you. Uh, Bookmarking posts allow you to be able to easily come back to them as well as track them as you share uh, this data with other people, including your employees or people even external to the organization. Uh, so bookmarking gives you the ability to be able to kind of quickly and, and uh, accurately kind of come back to specific things inside your organization uh, and then ultimately share those with the people who matter most. So here's our bookmarking functionality. We can see we have financial reports, KPIs, cash KPIs, so on and so forth. And so if we look at our bookmarks here for financial reports, we can see that uh, Becky has bookmarked our sales to assets. We can see there's some conversations related to this as well. We can click over here to our KPI dashboard and we can see all the different bookmark KPIs that are important. So our growth, our net income, our sales to assets, and more. Uh, all those major metrics are indexed and easily we can come back to them at any given point in time to see what is important to our company. Now, the next feature I want to talk about here is going to be the impact center. Um, this along with the industry comparison and the business snapshot, I think are just really kind of compelling, uh, features for this application. The impact center is going to be able to show you the impact of your business in the community with quick visual assessments using color coded, um, metrics, uh, for things like maps or other company vitals to give you a sense of where you stand at the, at the moment, kind of giving you a sense of, you know, Hey, how important is this organization? Uh, and from here we can look at specific customers, vendors, specific companies, addresses. We can look at invoicing. Uh, if you have a specific business you're looking for, you can even find, you know, kind of that specific business through the data itself. Uh, you can often see where your invoices are being paid and like in terms of how quickly, uh, how often you're paying your bills, the total amount owed, the total amount owed to you and more. But I find that this specific view can be really helpful 
to a customer to be able to help them understand, uh, sorry, not a customer, but one of your clients to help them understand exactly where they stand in the world. So here is our impact center and here are some just big questions we consistently always get from our clients. Who do we owe and who owes us? So it gives us the key information. Our invoices get paid in 12 days. We pay our bills in nine. Uh, we currently are owed 11,000. We currently owe 1,300. And if we scroll down here, we can actually see, and again, all this data is coming from QuickBooks. Uh, we can see exactly where our customers and clients are geographically located. If we come down here a little bit further, we can see both for our customers and vendors who we owe and who owes us. So Jump World LLC, we can see they currently have outstanding $7,742. If we click into Jump World here, we could see the exact history of this particular customer and when, they, when we've invoiced them, when they have paid us. Uh, and if we see a particular thing that's important to us, you know, like, hey, they owe us this money. Let's come down here to this one that's super old here for seven grand. I can create a to-do list uh, item and then somebody ultimately can give them a call and say, hey, man, you know, you owe us a lot of money. We need that transaction paid. Likewise, if we click over here to our vendors, we could see who we owe. Uh, if we find a particular com uh, particular vendor that is important, you know, we can ensure that those bills are being paid to promptly. But what I like about this is a much easier view than what you would get out of your traditional AP management. This is a much more approachable uh, solution and view compared to what you would normally get. Um, and it's going to be a lot easier for that client to be able to understand it. Alrighty, let's go ahead and talk about the next feature, which is going to be that industry comparison. Okay. Benchmarking is so helpful for businesses. It helps them understand what the heck they're doing, where they're going, uh, and comparing themselves against other particular companies, uh, that are like size and in, in that same industry. Okay. So path utilizes standard, um, uh, NAICS codes, uh, which are the North American industry classification system where you can identify the type of business that you are and then create benchmarks to determine whether or not you are on par with various industry uh, standards. Ultimately here, it helps you set goals against your company. A question that you usually get popped up by your clients is how do we compare against other like size organizations in that specific uh, way. Well, PATH has a ton of data that they make available to you where you can classify your specific organization. And then once you know that, you can compare yourself against other companies in that same way. Okay. So let's go ahead and take a look at that function. So this is going to be over here under this industry snapshot. Okay. You'll see here, it says your industry, full service restaurants. I'm going to point out that uh, NAICS code is going to be set down here into your company settings. You just look it up. Uh, if you don't know your NAICS code, um, just do a quick Google search, type in the type of company you are, and it'll come up with something for you. Tell a little bit about information. Okay, so how big is our company in terms of revenue? Maybe we're only one to a million, or it could be bigger. We pick a particular year, so maybe it's 2021. And then we pick the ratio that we're looking for and the goal we'd like to set. Okay, so current ratio, well, that's current assets divided by current liabilities. Okay, and if we look, we can see our current ratio over time in terms of where we're at. Uh, and it gives us a sense of essentially, you know, what we're going and, and what we're ultimately going to. Okay, our goal is three, the industry average is going to be nine. And if we look over any particular point in time, you can see where exactly our current ratio is. Okay, if we adjust this, maybe go to three to five. 
okay, we can see that the numbers ultimately change. Other ratios that are available, maybe it's accounts receivable. So this will show us our accounts receivable over time here. Uh, so the uh, for us, uh, this would be the accounts receivable divided by total income times 365. That'll give us a sense of what our uh, receivable age is. And it's 247 days, which is pretty remarkably high, actually. But we can also see this in context of the other milestones that we can see listed here. Alrighty. So with that industry comparison, it gives you the ability to be able to compare yourself against other companies uh, that are like size as well as in that same industry. Alrighty. Let's have our second review question. What is an NAICS code? Okay. Is it the North American Ice Cream Social? No, it is not. Is it the North American Incident Command System? No, it is not. The correct answer here is going to be the North American Industry Classification System. So that's what you're going to use. And that code represents your method of business. Alrighty, we're coming towards the end here. And so I want to make sure I can get everything in today. And we've got uh, two last features I want to talk about here. Okay, so we have our business snapshot. Okay, I think this is a great view of your organization because it helps you know and understand the value of your business. It gives you an estimate value of what your business is. You know, a lot of people often wonder like, hey, what does this company actually work? Well, with the business snapshot, you can see how critical events have impacted the value of your business. And you can also analyze and create strategies for what you'd like to do. Maybe it's exiting the business, growing the business, whatever it might be. But you can look at how different impact, how different events have impacted the value of the company. You can create forecasts, you know, maybe either to grow or exit the business. And you can use this also to determine things like how much you might be owing in taxes or what other scenarios might ultimately look like for the organization itself. Uh, but it's like a big what if for your company. Let's go ahead and take a quick look at this tool. So over here under business snapshot, we're going to take a look at 2021. So based off of our performance in 2021, we can see that the value of our business is $572,000. And we can see that value change as different events inside of the company, these different milestone events have occurred. If we scroll down here, we can see our earnings, our interest, our taxes. We can calculate our EBITDA really easily, okay? Our free cash, our debt are all taken into account, and we can ultimately see here what our true business value might be. On the right hand, we can also do some scenarios. So, okay, what would our earnings look like if we didn't make 241, but let's say 341? What would the ultimate value of this be? Well, just moving up one, uh, 100 grand. So if we go from 241,000 to 341,000, we can see the ultimate impact of that business, assuming everything else stays the same um, by, you know, the different multipliers, the different cash numbers, so on and so forth. But this gives the owner or the accountant the ability to be able to plot that map of where they would like to go in the future. Now, the last feature that we're going to talk about today is going to be the data mash. And data mash is one of the most compelling features inside this application because it allows us to be able to mash up data to ultimately produce information that can be really helpful and insightful to the business. And at its core, it gives us the ability to create unique calculations. Okay. Uh, data is gathered from the different accounting solution, you know, all 
different parts of it, the balance sheet, the income statement, so on and so forth. Uh, and then it gives us the ability to create custom calculations, graphs, charts, and ultimately be able to have a discussion. Uh, these calculations are real. They're using real-time information that's being pulled from QuickBooks Online. And then you can also use this information to calculate your own averages, set your own goals, and so on and so forth. Uh, and then ultimately use this information to make decisions. But what this gives us the ability to be able to do here is to produce whatever type of report we would like and whatever type of KPI analysis that we would like to do. So let's take, for example, this last calendar quarter here. This is gonna be a report that's gonna be pulling data directly from the calendar information based off of the last quarter. Uh, it's going to pull the data in a bar chart. It's going to give, the, and we can be customized down to the specific job, the quarter, the time, uh, so on and so forth. And then I can easily be able to share this information with other people in our company through the share option. Okay. And you can create whatever types of calculations that you might need. You know, so if the accountant has their own specific method for being able to understand data, well, they can create that method and then share that with their client very easily. So up here at this data mash section, the ultimate thing that we're going to do here is that we're going to create our different formulas. We're going to pull the different data that uh, we would like to see here. So maybe, for example, I want to uh, compare... We'll come over here to our QuickBooks library options. And we could see we've got all these different numbers available from QuickBooks, you know? So maybe we want to, uh, um, let's just say we wanted to compare AP and AR. Well, we can go ahead and select our accounts payable here and it will pop up and show us that particular number. Okay, and so maybe we want to take our AP and maybe we want to, um, compare that to our AR. And so we'll just go ahead and AP minus AR. Okay. And if we compare these two numbers with each other, um, actually maybe we probably should do a accounts receivable minus AR, uh, to maybe to do use this as a cash forecast. So let's just move that around real quick. So we'll come over here. Let's do AR minus AP. Okay, and this gives us a sense of maybe uh, our net receivables in the foreseeable future of $20,000. Well, I can go ahead and I can restrict this to a particular class inside the business. Uh, so if we're using class accounting in QuickBooks, we can do that. Likewise for customers or vendors, uh, we can change how the number should be displayed. Maybe we want to do it as a bar graph instead. And we can see this over time, um, but we can create this metric. We can find something that's useful for us, save it, and then share that more, most easily with the client. So that's in a nutshell, what that data mash capability allows you to do. You can create whatever type of calculation is meaningful to yourself uh, and then easily be able to disseminate that information to the client. Um, and you can create all different types of calculations. You can get pretty specific in here. You can add things, multiply things, add, subtract. You can use parentheses. You can uh, put parameters around when that calculation should be done. So this year, last year, comparing different periods as well. And uh, there's lots of documentation on their help site that could talk about how to actually create these different calculations for you. Now, the last section here is just to briefly uh, summarize it. There's a full-blown settings, both at the company and user level. Uh, in the settings section, this is going to be where you can connect your QuickBook account. This is going to be where you can also update your payment options for the different plans that they offer. You can add employees. You can change permissions for those employees. You can create groups um, and really kind of just manage all the information about yourself or the actual company that you're working with.
Now, that does bring us to the end of our presentation today. Let's go ahead and end with a review question, and then we'll get wrapped up. So, which accounting system is compatible with PATH? Is it uh, WAVE? Unfortunately not. Is it Dynamics 365? Nope. Zero? Nope. Although they are talking about maybe expanding into zero. And if that's something of interest to you, I definitely recommend reaching out and letting them know. Correct answer here is going to be QuickBooks Online. QuickBooks Online, unfortunately, is the only solution that they work with at the moment. But considering how widespread it is, uh, hopefully you have some clients that are using this application. So what did we learn about today? Well, today we took a detailed look at PATH in itself, how it functions, where it works, the different plans, features, and major functionalities of the application. We talked about doing some dashboarding with our clients, using some templates with our clients, doing some workflow analysis with our clients and more. Uh, overall, this is an incredible tool, definitely worth your time and attention to add some advisory services to your portfolio and to provide better value to your clients. Now, if you are a financial professional and you enjoyed our presentation for today, guess what? Why don't you get some CPE credit for watching and listening? It's simple, fast, and easy. Head on over to cpetoday.com. And today's course code is PAT2. That is PAT2. And you will use that code to find this class. And you will then complete a short five-question quiz and earn a credit for today's class. And uh, if this is your first podcast with us, thank you so much for being here. Uh, we really appreciate you coming. Uh, why don't you get a free CPE credit for, on us? Again, that coupon code is one free podcast for this or any other podcast if you're choosing to get one free credit. If you like our class and you like our presentations and podcasts, please consider connecting with us on social media, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and more. You can find us as almost everywhere at CPE Today. I'd love for you to leave a comment and let us know what you think. You know, consider subscribing to our YouTube channel or becoming a fan on Facebook. And you can always get access to our class on your own schedule. We do broadcast live twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific. But our podcast is available wherever you happen to get your content. And we'd love for you to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere else for that matter. And if you have and you think we deserve it, we'd love for you to leave a review because it really does help other people find our content. It has been my pleasure to uh, demonstrate and discuss the PATH application. I hope you go and check that out. I think you'll get a lot of benefit with it. It's my pleasure always to present this material to you, and I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you back in the office the next time around. Take care.